1: Welcome back to the podcast uh, today. my guest is Rich Pattonode. He is the author of The Student Millionaire. Appreciate you joining us today, Rich.
0: It is my pleasure, sir.
1: Tell me, you know you, you wrote this book about the Student Millionaire. Tell, tell,
0: tell us what the book's about. Okay. The book has 10 chapters, the very simple chapters. It's all stuff that everybody's heard about before but it's, they're just not used to incorporating it into their daily way of thinking, especially young people. So you have, and those 10 chapters came from 100 years of writings and research and documented results. Again, that's just not part of our school system that people seem to just dismiss. Oh, it's too simple. Everybody knows about making decisions. Everybody knows about believing yourself in your dream. Everybody knows about intuition, but the stuff isn't put together anywhere for a young person to use as principles, as a guideline for what they want to achieve in life. So I want to grow this into the student millionaire glo- global community where okay. every young adult anywhere, regardless of circumstances, can log on to our app and our website, start doing the training, one, one episode at a time, they're only 15 minutes. and But all 50 episodes revolve around those 10 steps that I have distilled from that 100 years of writings, research, and documented results. Simple stuff that we're not teaching young people today. Right. And it all started when Eight years ago, I asked myself a question. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty smart guy. Now, what's the difference between me and the self-made millionaire? Where's the gap? Where's the misunderstanding? What did I do wrong? What did I not understand? And in the podcast, I use as an example, my uncle, my father's brother, who with a seventh grade education was a self-made multimillionaire back in the 60s when a million was a million and he started with nothing and I'm going how in the world did he do that how could he do that how can I how come I can't do that and and it wasn't until I did the research and wrote the book that I understood that he took those steps that I describe in the book that I have built the podcast on to get yourself from ground zero to a mindset that will enable you to do that or anything else you want to do.
1: So, with your with your your book and your podcast that you've done so far, what what is the age that you think uh, that people should start reading the book and start listening to the podcast?
0: Okay. Well, realistically, I think I just lost you. Hang on a second. Uh, where is it?
1: So, in your, you know, in some of the the podcasts of yours that that I've listened to, you know, like you said, a lot of the. I'm going to say for, for an adult, a lot of it is straightforward. And, and because of my uh, background, you know, it is definitely very straightforward. Um, But in, in dealing with, with kids with this um, you know, so much of of what the kids learn are based on what the parents are teaching. So if the parents really don't understand it, then it's hard for them, for the, for the kids, because they're not talking about it. So the podcast that you're doing, And so for what what age do you think that that, you know, we should have our kids starting to to listen to your podcast and to um, to read this book, uh, The Student Millionaire?
0: Well, and the marketing plan that I'm developing with these digital marketing companies, I'm going for an age group of 18 to 35. Okay. However, however, you can start earlier. If you have the mindset and you have the wherewithal, I, besides my uncle as an example, I use the example of Farrah Gray, who grew up in the projects of South Chicago in poverty, who at the age of seven, seven, decided he was going to be a millionaire because his mother had three jobs, it was affecting her health, and he wanted to take care of his family help take care of his family. So, and I and I go through all this in the podcast, how in the world does a seven-year-old who makes that decision to be a millionaire possibly get himself to that point? Well, I, I unfold that whole story where he starts with whatever he can do and whatever he has available at his disposal at that age. He got some rocks, he washed them, he painted them, and he sold them as paperweights in his neighborhood. I mean, that was not something that a seven-year-old can do. One thing led to another, and a businessman c- caught his eye, and became his mentor. And long story short, he developed a pancake syrup at his home. There were the early days of the internet, so he had to. Cr- make this stuff himself, label it himself, and sell it. But he was from Chicago, where the food industry has its trade shows. So he would go down and meet people, a cute kid, make friends, and so on and so forth. Long story short, he sold his recipe for his pancake syrup to an Israeli food company for $1.5 million at the age of 14. Now, that's a story, and when people repeat that story, they forget that whole part from seven to 14. They forget the ups and downs of the process. They forget the whole mindset thing that got him there. They just say, oh, he made some syrup and he got a lucky break and it was a chance thing. No, it wasn't chance. It wasn't a lucky break. It was the culmination of a process of a mindset developed from the age of seven to the age of 14. And that's what people don't understand. And I go over and over and over that, explain that in my podcast, so a young person can understand that no matter what their dream, what their goal, it's achievable if they're willing to put in the time, the effort, the commitment, and the grit to never let go of what it is they're trying to do.
1: You talk about this, this milk, um, wealth mindset. What are some of the strategies uh, that will help develop this mind, uh, wealth mindset that you have?
0: In the very first episode of the podcast, episode one, I take listeners through a 20-minute exercise, quiet time, no disturbances, no TV, no phone, no cats, no people, no nothing. And I asked him to focus on three things. What are you most passionate about today? Okay. If you could achieve anything in your life and money and connections were not an issue, what would that look like for you? And if you could have anything in your life, what would you most want to accomplish in life. So you start thinking that way, and you come down with, okay, just 20 minutes. Think about those things for 20 minutes quietly and listen to what comes up inside. Then the exercise says, okay, you're done. Now start writing down everything that came up inside of you in those 20 minutes. And you keep writing until there's nothing left to write. Okay. You've you've done the exercise. You've written it out. Now read what you wrote and circle those things that you have the most energy on. Those things. Make a list of those things. And therein lies your direction from this point on going forth. It may change over time, but that is your direction because... It came from within, not from a menu outside of you, not from school or a job, or can I make more money here or more money there and all that kind of stuff. That, that's not gonna work for a lifetime. We're talking a lifetime of fulfillment, doing work you love to do, and a lifetime of success, making money, doing it. That's the formula, that's the goal. This is how you go about it, but it takes a commitment a dedication, and intentionality. Right. So
1: can you talk about why having a wealth mindset coach like yourself um, is beneficial or it's important to a young adult?
0: Because a young adult, when I go to talk at schools, the question I get the most from young people is, what should I do? And that question means, what direction should I take? What job should I go after? What course of study should I take? What, you know, what should I do? And then I just bring them back to what I just described to you. Answer those questions for yourself. What are you passionate about? What do you most want to accomplish in life? And if you could have one wish for the rest of your life, what would that wish be? That's where you start, because the answer is not outside there somewhere. The answer is inside of you. But nobody teaches you that. Nobody talks to you this way. And I've had kids come up to me afterwards and said, I had given up on my dream until I've listened to you, and now I'm back on track following and pursuing my dream. Thank you for the encouragement. My pleasure. But that's what it takes. You know we're not we're not taught to think this way. Like you said earlier, if parents don't think this way and teachers don't think this way, then how can students be brought up to think this way? So my goal is to spread this stuff around and make it as common as Google. I mean, it's just a com a common thing. Right now it's like out of the ordinary and kind of weird and and but eventually I wanted to get to the point where it is commonly accepted that this is how you proceed in life this in my opinion should be the career of choice for every young adult going forward in the 21st century it, you, it, it could be in any direction but you have to have that mindset that's going to bring you forward and move you in a direction that comes from within you if you want that fulfillment if you want that satisfaction that it's not, you no, know, you can make money. It can be real estate. It can be stocks. It can be anything. If that is your passion, you're not doing these other things just to make money. If it's not your passion, it's not going to last.
1: Right. Right. Very right? true. Very true. Um, so you work with a variety of students, you know, different backgrounds, you know, religions, race, everything else. What, what has been the most important thing that you've learned with dealing with such a variety of of students in your time?
0: They're not that much different from one another. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they all, they're human beings, right? And they all, they all have the same human needs. They all want to be successful. They all want to make something of their lives. You know, the three things that millennials in general want is they want to make a lot of money. How you figure that out is for yourself. They want to make a lot of money. They want to have meaningful work, meaning they want to enjoy what they're doing. Sure. And they want to make, make a social contribution. They want their work to mean something to benefit others. So you satisfy all those three things by moving your life in the direction that I just described. It satisfies making money, fulfillment, and being useful. All that stuff. And that's really what most young adults really, truly want. They come from a lot of different backgrounds. Some of them come from very difficult backgrounds, difficult family backgrounds. Irregardless, it's the same process if they'll just give it a shot, you know, and so on. Now, I... I have 50 episodes, these 50, 15-minute episodes on my podcast, and they're going to be turned into training sessions. And what I want to do with that is that I want to offer a $10,000 grant, right out, straight out, to anybody who's willing to do the work, okay, Mm -hmm. to at least make it halfway through the training sessions and having read the 10 chapters of the book, which is very easy to read, very short, but you know, have, but understand the 10 steps to that mindset. Do the work, get to that halfway point before you're allowed to submit a, a business idea that's in line with your dream and it's <laughs> going to be vetted by three people, three peer reviewers. If you pass that, you'll get your $10,000 grant and, and, and you're on your way now that's pretty awesome people say oh you're just you know throwing it throwing it in a, in a dark hole no you're trained to be successful your business has been vetted to me that's a good bet right
1: right right you know one of one of the things that i really like about uh your book and and, and your podcast and stuff is is that this is you know trying to educate our youth i look at uh, so much that's going on with our society and people um, that are living paycheck to paycheck because they don't know how to manage their money, because they don't have the, the right mindset. Um, so I really am excited when, when I started uh, you know, listening to your podcast and, and, and reading the book. Um, so tell me, so before the eight years ago and you started and you wrote the book and stuff like that, what is it that you know now that you wish you knew then that oh would have changed things for you?
0: I wish I knew when I was in my 20s what right. I know today. You right. know, It would have been very different. I mean, my uncle, who was a, uh, so, um, so accomplished, passed away when I was 16. So I never really had a chance to sit down and talk to him about how he accomplished all that he accomplished. Uh, he would give out hints like, oh, I made the decision I was going to have money. I made the decision I was going to be rich. And that was his starting point. But I didn't know that was a starting point. That's right. the first chapter of my book, making your decision as to where you want to go. So that's the first chapter, making a decision. He did that instinctively. And he said now we have to find a way to make that happen. And as, it, as Chance had it, he got a hold of a recipe from a local butcher to make sausage and so he borrowed a little bit of money from his parents where they could and he started making sausage in his garage wow and and from that point that humble beginning grew a factory that was the number one provider of bologna hot dogs and sausage for the province of quebec canada okay unbelievable yeah you know but no but again if i I I didn't understand that until I did the research, wrote the book, and realized that these 10 steps were very simple. He did, he did those. He made that decision. He found his means to do so. He believed in himself. He didn't give up when he ran into a bump in the road. He believed in himself and his dream. Uh, the only chapter in the in the book on money is very simple. You have to manage the money you have. You have to be careful with the money you have. You you have to dis- distinguish between your needs and your wants, and so you know uh, that's that's the starting point. You know, the, it gets the much more sophisticated. Uh, you know, but once you but you have to start somewhere. So you save ten percent. You manage what you have. You're careful. You don't go out buying a gold watch because you have you know fifty extra fifty bucks in your pocket. Right. I mean, I've seen that done. It just drives me nuts when I see a young person buying a gold watch because they have an extra 50 bucks in their pocket. Unbelievable. I just I just want to go punch them in the nose <laughs> when, they, when they do that. You know, so, so that's it. They, so it's not rocket science. It's 10 steps in order. The book is chapters 1 through 10 in order. The podcasts are 1 through 50. In order, those 10 steps are reviewed several times in di- several different ways just to get you acclimated to thinking that way. Right, That's right, what right. I'm all about.
1: Right. And I, I think that, um, you know, so much of this is important with um, the education part of it uh, that you do. And I know that, that I try to educate a lot of, you know, our listeners on the podcast with the with different um you know, I'm going to call them team members that that we put together um, because I think it's important that you have a team with you. And you know, from the attorney making sure all your documents are right to your tax uh, prepare, or I'm going to say your 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 tax coach um, to make sure that you're doing things right. You know, in your in your situation, having that that mindset coach. Um, that's part of it. So I think that, you know, building that team is, is really important to make sure that you have. So what would you like to share with our listeners that I haven't already asked you at this
0: point? The bottom line is that this is not rocket science. It's just it's been around for 100 years. It's just not been put together in this order. One, two, three order. I mean, if you listen to motivational speakers on YouTube, and I listen to them all the time, you'll have one that does a whole thing on the importance of goals, and you'll have one that does a whole thing on not giving up on yourself or your dream, and a different aspects. You have one believing in yourself. You'll have one on listening to your intuition. You know, all these different things. And it's all true, but... Not one of those is complete. And basically the book is is, is complete because it's extracted from that body of work. Um, I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. He is a business professor at Clark Atlanta University. He gave me this wonderful testimonial, which is on the, the homepage of my website and also under the schools tab. His whole testimonial is there. He, he understands that you, you, you he, he has a book called the wealth the wealth Choice Success Secrets of Black Millionaires. It took him seven years to write that book because he wanted to interview He did he did what what Napoleon Hill did 75 years ago. He interviewed 500 self-made millionaires in business, not actors and movie stars and all, but in business and so did, so did Napoleon Hill. So, it, it, and, and the interesting thing, 500 people, 75 years apart, they came down with the same 10 steps to a proper success and wealth mindset. Those principles don't change, Right. right? they're right. universal. And if people just look at them, look at the table of contents of my book, it's very simple. Or go to the website, look under the schools tab. The uh, you know th- there's a there's a quick one minute summary of each of the ten steps under the schools tabs in my website. If anybody wants to see, and it's it's you just the hard part is to take it seriously, and to be consistent, and to learn them, and to apply them, and to figure out what your goal, your passion your direction what you want to accomplish what you want to do not what society wants you to do or what your parents want you to do but what you want to do down deep in your heart and take that as a starting point point. and i wish if i had known that 50 years ago <laughs> it would have been a very different story than the one i'm telling you today but then i wouldn't be doing what i'm doing i guess
1: true very true so where can our listeners l- learn more about you and about your program and where, where can they get your book?
0: Yeah, right on Amazon. It's just called the student millionaire. It's on Amazon. Uh, they, uh, you can pull up your podcast on your phone. It's the student millionaire is my brand. So it's the student millionaire podcast, the student millionaire book, the student millionaire website. It's all the student millionaire Facebook page, all that sort of thing. It's all it's all one name, the Student Millionaire. They can go hunt down my stuff. Uh, they Google it, and uh, it all comes up.
1: Okay, great. So today our guest has been Rich Pattonode, and he is the author of the Student Millionaire. And you can find his stuff at thestudentmillionaire.com. Rich, I really appreciate your time and appreciate your insight.
0: It's been my pleasure. I hope it helps someone. Thank you. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer.